Uh, well, uh, fans of Operation Transformation will uh, know my next guest, who is the uh, devilish and rude doctor on the program. Gives it out to people all the time. One poor fella, uh, it was drinking six pints of stout five nights a week, and she gave out to him. I mean, is there no fairness left, Kira Kelly? Good evening, George. You're destroying all the five pints a night, man. You have a campaign. <laughs> Some of them are them. seven and eight pints a night, men, let me tell you as well. Uh, I uh, met them all on I met them all on Saturday night at Ray Darcy. Anyway, oh, I want to get straight into the questions because um they're amazing. They are. And increasingly they are being addressed to Dr. Kira and George. So increasingly, uh, the benefits of my medical advice yes. are being understood. Yes, your role is, is being carved out by these people, isn't it? And what about warts on my fingers all the time? They've tried pharmacy treatments, work for a while, then don't. What's that about, all about for the listener? Warts are a skin virus, George, so they are they recur if, if the virus isn't fully killed. So you have to keep going. The main thing about treating warts is persistence um, and loads of different methods work. The, the paint-on methods work, the freezing-off methods work, the covering them with duct tape from the uh, hardware store works. Um, all of that stuff works, but what you have about to keep going. It, they take about three months to clear if you're doing something course. consistently. Is a piece of the hem of Mary Magdalene's dress that, that's, any that's not so much in Doesn't my, work. that's kind of outside Doesn't my work. sphere of knowledge. Okay. This is another one which happened to a lot of people and, and used to happen to me when I was young. A sty. Oh, I remember yeah. I had a yeah, terrible yeah, yeah. sty as an adult and I was coaching Connacht and he's an ophthalmologist in in in. Uh, in Galway and he, he, he the little holes in my like my eyelashes and stuff had gunged up yeah 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 is that what causes it yeah it can do what, what, if you get one of the, the, the hair follicles of your eyelashes block and then some stuff kind of debris and sort of septic stuff builds up behind it and then you get that red kind of pustule thing under your eye what can you do I'm a great lover of cleaning your eye with cold black tea um, cold black tea yeah Black tea. Oh. Black tea is really good for cleaning your eyes because it's gentle, non-stinging antiseptic and the water is boiled. So it's And would this work on... Well, it's good for cleaning. The other thing is if you have, if you're, and lots of people are prone, and we've talked about this before on the Right Hook Health Check, um, to poor lid hygiene, particularly over a certain age. So for those people, I would suggest washing your um, eyelashes with baby shampoo that doesn't sting. That's another good thing to do. But if you have a sty, you probably need to not so much squeeze it, but draw it. And um, I'm going to sound like a mad owl one now, but but um, bread poultices are quite good too. I'm a huge yeah, fan of bread good. poultices. Yeah. My mother used to use them all the time. Very, they're very great. hot water. How do you make one? Very, very, very hot water. As hot as you can tolerate on a bit of white bread, put it up to your eye and it's amazing. It will actually draw. Don't, yeah. yeah. Now, and if none stuff. of that works, we do have actually uh, topical antibiotic ointments that you can get from your GP. <laughs> but try the cold black tea and, and the, the bit bread of bread poultice. first. That's great stuff. Now I knew you'd like that actually. Yeah. Now, there's a, Ingrid has a certain interest in this conversation because this listener, the husband, will not stop snoring. We've tried everything. I can't take it anymore. Now, Ingrid couldn't take it anymore, so she left. Well, she went next to room next door. Isn't that, that if you can really, that's the only answer. Leave. I think what you do need to do is, and that's quite funny, I was reading these questions before I came on, and I thought, George will take this one on snoring. Um... I think you can probably look first of all to advice from an ENT person and see if there's anything that can be done. But they've to everybody. And if there is nothing that can be done, as is the case for some people, um, yeah, Leave. it causes great difficulty in relationships. Leave. Well, there's. I don't really like the idea of people sleeping on their own. 
you'd be better off sleeping in the couch downstairs. I mean, this listener, who's a lady, because she talked about her husband, she said, I, I can't take it anymore. Now, th- there is nothing worse than put to you. In, in then not getting a night's sleep. You could be I suffering from a zillion diseases, but not being able to get a night's sleep is the most well, debilitating. Well, I'm going to put something to you, George. Does it not fundamentally change a marriage if you don't sleep together anymore? Of course it doesn't. I've been sleeping together for 46 years, and as we proved on the Ray Darcy show, on Saturday night, we're conquerors. <laughs> well, what about okay. Tim, right. What, like... What about this tinnitus constant ringing in my ears? Tinnitus, Please yeah. help. Um, tinnitus. It drives people insane. Um, yeah. Tinnitus is a constant ringing in your ears or it can be a low kind of humming sound or a buzzing noise or kind of... Eddie O'Sullivan, the Irish rugby coach, suffers from Does it. Does he? Yeah. Sometimes it's pulsatile, so you actually hear that kind of, you know, kind of yeah. a pulsating noise. Um, and it really can be a huge nuisance. Um, are there things you can do? Sometimes. Sometimes there are medications that help with it a little bit. Um, you should get it checked because occasionally, you know how I love to catastrophize, it can be uh, a symptom of something more sinister. Oh, ring for an If you get ringing yours, <laughs> call an ambulance in the middle of the night. No, don't do that. But do go and see your GP. But if... It doesn't Ultimately, go away. My what, experience yeah, okay. is it doesn't I, I go I kind away. of agree with you. Ultimately, what a lot of people end up doing is putting up with it. Or some people use a thing called, have you heard of them, George, a white noise machine? No. Well, it's just the same job as a radio on low, really. But it gives you another noise that's also low that kind of distracts you from the noise in your ear. And that's something that people do use because it can drive people to distraction. No, drive them insane. Absolutely. David, David has a problem plucking the hairs in the back of his fingers. He's addicted to it and can't stop. Now, you look at the back of my fingers. They are pristine. There isn't a hair to be seen. Is that because you've plucked them? No. I don't think a lot of people have hairs on the back of their hand. Unless they've been engaged in activities as youths, which the church forbade, it used to give you hairs on the back of your fingers. But But you'd be blind, George, (laughs) and you wouldn't be able to see them. But the plucking is really an addictive behaviour like uh, yeah. chewing your nails or whatever. Some people pluck their eyebrows, some people pluck oh, their yeah. eyelashes, the hairs on their heads. Um, it's kind of an OCD kind of a thing. Correct. Um, and what I would suggest to this lad is maybe he goes and he talks to somebody about it because there are things like cognitive behavioural therapies that can help you with this kind of Ooh, compulsion. Can I ask a fairly simple answer? Could you not get a Brazilian? Isn't that what you call it? Could you not get a Brazilian on the back of your hands to take the hair away? Like and wax then, the back of your hands. Yeah, sorry, wax the back. But it's called a Brazilian, I think, in waxing circles. Uh, and then there wouldn't be any hair to pull out. Well, that's one approach. You could. No, do you disagree? No, I mean, obviously, if you have hairy knuckles, you could shave them or wax them yeah. or veet them. You were a fan of the veet before, George. You I could, am. I, it's just you, you depi- catastrophize. And I think sometimes there are simple answers. Well, you're right. If he has no hair, he has nothing to pluck. But he probably plucks something else, do you not think? I don't know. I think he probably needs to deal with his OCD. All right. I'll tell you something. In your experience, do you feel that the number of smokers is diminishing? No, it totally is. Well, not according. Every second question here is, hello, George and Kira. I'm a smoker. But that's because smokers suffer disproportionately with health problems. Smoking is falling in this country and has done year and year for over a decade. You did brilliantly there. Fed you that and you did brilliantly. So I have two women here, right? Alison and Tralee, 55, smoker, have a lung infection, 
was on medication, never had it before. Is this a precursor to uh, lung cancer? And then I have another dame. What's her name? Oh, yeah. Alison. Another Alison. Oh, it's the same Alison. It's the same Alison. She's 55. Smoker. She's worried about, is it uh, cancer? Um, okay, Alison, let's, let's be honest with you. We have no way here of knowing on the right hook health check whether it's cancer or not, and we sincerely hope that it's not. But having said this, is at 55 and as a smoker and having your first lung infection, you are very lucky that you haven't had one already because smoking is really bad for you. And half of all smokers will die of a smoking-related illness. So you have a 50-50 chance of your cigarettes killing you. Um, I would suggest, she said, tell me something that doesn't involve telling me to stop smoking. No, stop smoking. You really need to stop smoking. It's so bad for you. And George, you can't disagree with that. It, 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 I haven't had a fag since I was 14 and Mary Jones wouldn't kiss me uh, in the Savoy. And I stopped smoking because kissing is immeasurably better than smoking. Kissing is far better than smoking. Even um, if you're 55, Alison. Yes, exactly. So this is something that, that, that Alison needs to do. She needs to stop smoking. She may also need, though, a chest x-ray. She may also need a thing called spirometry, which is a lung function test. And her lung function needs to be assessed now to see what's going on. And is this lung cancer? I would guess that no, it's not. We can't say for sure, but no, it's not. But it could easily be the start of something like chronic obstructive airways yeah. disease or pulmonary disease. It could yeah. be easily the start of emphysema, chronic bronchitis, that kind of thing. Because that usually hits you before lung cancer gets you. But you know what? Either way, stop smoking. I took a girl on a date uh, for an x-ray of her chest. <laughs> There's a sentence you don't hear every day, George. No, no, she was, she was a, a, a receptionist at the, it's now the River Lee Hotel. You do know how to show it a girl a good to, time, don't it you? It used to be the Intercontinental Hotel. And do you remember when the TB and all that was rife? And they used to have the, mo- her, the mobile TV. vans used to go around the country. And I said to her, I was afraid to go and would she come and hold my hand? And she came and held my hand. I mean, there was method in my madness. You are, you are an old romantic. I'm not needed. No. There's another fella, Des, here, another smoker. He has a slight pain in the chest. It's now his left arm. No, I don't like Now it's descending into his neck. No, no. And then he, uh, Okay, this, this is a really important text. Um... This is a guy who's a smoker. He's a middle-aged man. He's getting chest pain. It's radiating to his left arm and his neck. Until proven otherwise, this is new onset or unstable angina. We don't know what this is, but until that's outruled, that's what this is, okay? Anybody who has those symptoms, new onset, central chest pain radiating to your left arm and your jaw, it's extremely important that you get checked and get checked. Now, this guy needs to go to his co-op where his GP covers tonight and he needs to be checked. This is not something to long finger at all. People, Are you serious? I'm absolutely serious. People with new onset angina have a 10% chance of having a heart attack in the next month. He needs to be checked until that is outruled. That's what this guy has. So I'm very sorry, Lister. This is a really a bit of bad news for you. But your chest pain going to your left arm and your neck we think it's your heart until such time as that's outruled and you need to go and get checked and not tomorrow or the next day. Go this evening. This is the first time catastrophe has actually merited. It's the first time I've actually ever said that and I've been doing this for a But that needs to be checked and checked now. Okay, got it. Got it. Now, sometimes you GPs actually are a bit of a pain in the butt, right? Sometimes. Well, like, what about this? My son, the listener says, has experienced a loss of hearing for the past three weeks. Gone to GP twice. Who sort of said, ah, it's a viral infection. Don't worry about it. Uh, Here's a few antibiotics. 
Well, like, I, I sincerely hope the GP didn't say it's a virus, here's an antibiotic, because we don't, we're not supposed to treat viruses with antibiotics. But let's he move. did, he well, said. That's what the listener said. If he has a middle ear infection, his hearing could be diminished. It's quite true. Um, he could have a thing called glue ear either, which is a kind of a chronic kind of a change in the kind of viscosity of the fluid in his middle ear. There's a couple of things you can do. Um, you can try antihistamines, you can try steroids, you can try sprays up the nose. Sometimes those things help. For some people with chronic ear infections, you can try an antibiotic. But if you've tried all of those things, right? And you're still of loss And you're still hearing. loss of hearing. Hearing is really important to kids. You go to an audiologist and an neurologist. You, you or check whatever. how bad the loss of hearing is in an audiologist. And if needs be, a lot of kids end up with grommets, George. Have you heard of grommets? Oh, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned grommets because somebody has a child, a baby, no less. I know, less. I saw that one too. Yeah, an eight-month-old baby. And the gram- one of the grommets fell out. And uh, well, they're, just, they're wondering could it have fallen out because and they got the gr- child doesn't sleep. They got grommets relatively recently, and the child is now very irritable since the grommets and is pulling at one ear and seems a bit distressed. Um, first of all, eight months is very young to get grommets. I was going to yeah, say. no, it actually is very young to get grommets. Um, this child needs to be brought back to the GP, and the GP, and, and bear in mind, we do have the wonderful she said, <laughs> under six GP cards. So it's free to go and see your GP. Go and see them. Let the GP have a look in the ear because the grommet may be gone. Grommets sometimes are um, pushed out quite quickly. They, they, they often don't last more than 18 months, but sometimes they go almost immediately. And this child may have an ear infection or may have a middle ear effusion and may need to be reviewed. So that kid needs to go back to the GP and the GP have a look in its ear. All right, it's yeah. funny that these things that you push in fall out again. You told me last week about the anal suppositories that they fall out as well. So what's the point of all these gadgets? The body if they likes keep to self self um, extrude all things. Right. It doesn't like things being put into it. It likes them to be removed. Right. Oh, yeah, I'm going to read this text because it demonstrates who has the knowledge on this part okay. of the program. Hello, Doctor Kelly and your medical assistant George. Uh, I've been getting a weird sensation. A dull throbbing on my right side, which seems to be spreading up my right side, across to my left side. I was put on very strong heparin-type tablet for over a month. Now, GP, stop that. I'm on blood pressure and blood thinners. Brendan, this sounds a bit dodgy to me, doesn't it? It does, and you know what? Um, I don't like throbbing moving around from side to I side. I don't actually either, but I also I don't like this as a question on the right hook health check because we don't really... Know what he's talking about. But that voice is what he's looking well, for. Well, I would say, Go you know, your doctor. I would, because I, I honestly, when I read that, I went, I don't know what he's talking about. I actually don't know what bits are throbbing and where it's, why it's moving. Yeah, or what you never heck. know where throbbing now, goes these days. Now, um, so I don't know what's wrong here. But, but uh, no, the point is, though, and if, I'll try and paraphrase what you say, shorter, because we haven't got that much time. Okay. If you have that kind of thing, of a pain that's spreading, then... It's, I mean, we're delighted he's ringing us. Obviously, of course, we're thrilled. Um, but it's see a doctor. Yeah, you I, know, this is maybe the, like men. This is where men really totally need a kick in the ass, yeah, don't they? I was going to say the same thing. The guys that ring us with the quite serious problems always seem to be men. You know, they, they, they don't come to us all with trivial things. They come to us with things that are full blown, need examination, Crisis need stuff, inve- yeah. investigation. And you and I, let's face it, George, are excellent at what we do but, but yeah. there has to be a codicil there that if you have throbbings and weird yeah. things please go and see a doctor because we, we would be concerned that we aren't able to give you adequate advice and support and, on and, the radio yeah and this is another example where a Mary Magdalene's hem doesn't actually work no, no. alright 
it, there was another one that was really interesting. Oh, yeah, this fella's jaw keeps locking. It's only 25. Locking on one side yeah. and cracks a lot when I eat. Yeah, he has TMJ problems. He has your, your temporal mandibular joint, George. You know where your jaw yeah. joins your kind of cheekbone, yeah. kind of in front of your ear? Your jaw is a big kind of, it's a big L-shaped But jaw. everybody gets the kind of locking. And some yeah, for some people, it's sort of a hinge joint. And for yeah. some people, that hinge slips a bit. Yeah. And then if it gets out of place, it's sub and what happens is that you open or close your jaw and it locks in position yeah. and it needs to be repositioned. Sometimes people can get a bit of physio to their faces and that'll sort it out for you. And sometimes you need to see a Max Fax surgeon, a maxillary facial surgeon who'll correct it for you. And there's some great guys around the place like Why Cliff Byrne. Yeah. Fa- yeah, Cliff Byrne. Cliff Byrne. We're going to advertise in Cliff Trinity Byrne right College. now because he's a great in guy. Trinity College. Guys like him can fix this for you. But a lot yeah. of people would try a bit of physio first. And then we take it from there. No, but Cliff's a great guy. That's a he good a call guy. now. Uh, what about a 59-year-old female with fibromyalgia? Back has been in spasm since Thursday. Went to GP today hoping to get a in injection. I'm worn out uh, from Dang. And he didn't... Uh, to want muscle relaxants. I'm still crocked. That's all he gave this me. Is a sad, this is a sad old text because fibromyalgia, which affects quite a lot of middle-aged women, um, is a really... What is it? It's generalised muscle pain. Oh. Okay. And it's associated, generally speaking, with chronic fatigue, sometimes low mood, aches and pains that can be, you know, in your knee or in your shoulder or in your back, all over the place, really. And it's very debilitating. And to be honest, most people who have it, it tends to dominate their life to a large extent. And it becomes very difficult. And they attend GPs and rheumatologists and behavioural therapists and all sorts of things. And it is very difficult. Um, it's interesting that she wanted an injection of diaphene which wouldn't normally work for it, but didn't get it. Got muscle relaxants, which most people actually do want for it and wasn't happy. Muscle relaxants are things like, they're benzos, George. They're things like um, diazepam, Valium. But benzos are dead dangerous. Well, they are. They are addictive, but but for spasm... Oh, it's okay. They're addictive. It's okay. Stop it. Ch- no, man. no, no. But for spasm, if your back is... You know, do you know what I mean when I say your back goes into spasm? When your do back, I know? It kind of locks and you can't yeah. move and you can't move Correct. in any direction and you're in yeah. agony. They're good for that. Um, they, right. they do work Listen, for that. Listen, we're running out of time, but there's a couple of good... Brian agrees kissing is better than smoking. Yeah. Here's an interesting... There. Plucking hairs from your fingers is not OCD. It's TTM. There is a support group. Google it. Simple answer to snoring. Wear builders' earplugs. It saved my marriage, the listeners. Well, that's so. actually not a bad bit of advice. And, and TTM, which is, I can never pronounce it, it's trichotillomania, is a form of OCD. It's a kind of a form of thing, it, but, it, but it's a kind of an anxiety condition. It's a form of OCD. But, but yes. But yeah, actually, thank you for that because earplugs are a good idea. All right. And Listen, saves many the marriage. Before you go, which I'm delighted, um, 80-year-old parents, his only oh, no. child is miles away. He, they can't manage what's he going to do quick answer he needs to talk to the GP and the public health nurse they need services brought in for them they need home helps yeah. they need public health nurses they need you know bluebird care home uh, bluebird uh, care uh, provide an incredible service if you have the money of course yeah. like this, but there is that's home help scares the, me there is, well there is home help through the HSC there is well. no, 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 no there's, there's not, no there's not freebies enough. anymore no, I, I, I agree with you there's not enough but there's some but services need to be brought in elderly couple right. in their 80s they need support on behalf of the 8 points of stout Five nights a week, fellas. Don't be giving them a hard time. You know I'm going to. I was talking to them on Saturday night. The, the poor fellas are just broken men. They're lovely guys, but we're I'm going, still going to. 